Greetings, Dungeon Masters and Adventurers alike, and welcome to our first episode of Beyond the Screen, your place for Dungeon Master tips and tricks. I'm your host, Brady. So, just want to start off by saying welcome uh, to our this first episode of Beyond the Screen. This is like the first sort of official episode. I know there's been a couple other ones that we've done where we discuss things from the DM's perspective, but this is kind of along the same lines, but I'm kind of tweaking it a little bit to where... Uh, this is um, going to be just helpful tips and tricks for upcoming DMs or DMs that just need a little bit of inspiration. So uh, this is another one of our companion series that we're launching here uh, on the podcast. So you may have already listened to Patrick's uh, D&D for Kids that he recorded and we posted last week, I believe. Uh, and we hope that you liked it. Uh, it's something new that we're just trying trying to get some more content uh, content. Uh, don't worry, we still will be doing the the main show, the Vitamin D&D, our main show where we uh, discuss things, but uh, we're just going to intersperse these um, with it. So, uh, like I said, this is just a series for new or aspiring DMs uh, or the DMs who want to try and create and homebrew their own worlds or campaigns. Um, I want to try and keep these episodes a bit shorter than a normal show uh, to make the info a little bit more digestible, but... This show, and right now, we're going to be focusing on homebrewing your own campaign. And for those of you that don't know what homebrewing is, that's just creating your own campaign from the ground up. Everything from creating the world, like the continent or the actual globe and places that they'll be going, to the NPCs, um, uh, to like quests and things like that, or magical items. Just anything that you can make uh, for a campaign, that's what we're going to be going over. Uh, but we're going to kind of break it down and make it a little bit more not as overwhelming uh, for you to to actually try and take a stab at. If you have never homebrewed uh, your own campaign or any type of content for a, a campaign, um, I would highly suggest it. Uh, while it can be work, I think it's very worth it because you get to bring something to life that you've created and you know let your players experience. So I think it's really cool. And I'll, I'll mainly be talking about designing things for Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition uh, rule sets or variations on rules or just that type of world in general, that fantasy type world. So just bear that in mind. But if you have stumbled here uh, just somehow about wanting to learn just DM tips in general, some of these concepts may be um, applicable to other types of tabletop RPGs. Uh, that you can take and transfer over and hopefully apply to that. But we will mostly be focusing on uh, the fantasy Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition top content. So with that being said, let's get to it. So as I said earlier, today's topic is going to be world building. I know that might seem overwhelming to think about creating your whole entire own world, but uh, if you start with a few fundamentals that we'll be talking about and kind of work your way up, it's really not that bad, and then once you've kind of done it a few times, creating a world and you know all the inhabitants and things like that, it's it's gonna be. I mean, it'll be easy just to be able to be like, oh, I want to do this, or and you you might get to where you're like me, where I'm just creating worlds in my head all the time of like, oh, what if I varied this or did this or changed this here and did that, and that's that's the beauty of homebrewing your own stuff is you can make it however you want. So one of the first things to consider when you're homebrewing your own stuff is and your own world is we've kind of discussed this in other episodes and things but you need to think of what kind of campaign are you running um 
is it going to be kind of more of a normal world and pre-created thing that you just want to tweak and change a few things to, or is this going to be a completely new original world that you're coming up with? Uh, and also think about, is this going to be more of like a loosey goosey campaign or is this going to be more of a kind of rough and tumble hard, you know, survival type campaign? Uh, so those, you know, those are just things you need to consider when you are making your own world. But other things you need to, to consider is, uh, the different rule sets. Is it going to be more house rules, homebrewed rules, or just regular raw uh, rules as written rules? Uh, so think about that. And do you want to include or exclude certain things from the core rules uh, or from normal fantasy worlds? So for example, like, do you want to make a world where there's only, sound like a, a movie narrator, in a world where... But... Uh, do you want to make a world where there's only two hours of dim sunlight every day? Um, or do you want to make it, you know, most of this world is underwater and there are only, you know, certain little islands, kind of like um, Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker, where there's only these little islands scattered throughout? Or is this a world where it's mostly just land and there's not that much water? Things like that. Uh, and also other things, too, that this might kind of get into the uh, one of the further tips that I have, but... You know, example is, is magic abundant and mundane or scarce and rare? Um, and does this magic, the lack of or the abundance of, influence the world and give it certain characteristics uh, that are not typical of, you know, normal, quote-unquote, fantasy worlds that you think of? Um, so, you know, just consider that when you are going into making this. Uh, get, get a good base understanding of the type of world you want to create because that will, like we said, influence the world and how certain things are made and developed, uh, you know, culturally speaking or or terrestrially speaking, if that's even a word. Um, but just think about that. So then uh, second would be how established is this world um, in terms of how long has this civilization or these tribes or whatever it is, the inhabitants of this world, how long have their ancestors been around or uh, so just stuff like that. So how, how established is this world? Has it been around for thousands of years already or has it had several ages that it has went through, you know, kind of like Lord of the Rings-ish uh, where it's been around for, you know, millennia or a long time? Or is this world a young world where the legends and myths uh, are being formed and things like that? And, and kind of going back to the first thing, you know, did it start off being a world where, you know, these gods and these powerful beings were, you know, walking among, you know, on the on the dirt of the ground, you know, down with the people and interacting and influencing things, and then they left? Or is it a place where, you know, they were in the shadows at first and, you know, a long time and nobody believed in them, and now they've started coming down and interacting? Uh, just, just as examples, you know. Think, think about stuff like that, you know, is it is this world been around for a long time or is it relatively new and be thinking about how that will influence things on down the line as well, but just kind of get a base of that and once we go through all these um, and you kind of get a, an idea and an order in your head, you can start rearranging them, but this is just how I normally go through things, so just, just keep that in mind and these are just how I try to cascade down the thought process of one thing leading to another, or one thing informing the next. But you can always uh, kind of mix these around and, and see what works best for you. And this last thing that we're going to talk about, it's sort of several things rolled into one, but it's 
things that one thing can either inform the other or vice versa. So it's kind of a chicken and the egg type um, thing where you run into where what came first um, and did that influence this or which way do you want to have it? But the things I'm talking about is going to be like the size of the world and the map that you're creating, you know, the shape of the land masses, the terrain features and the civilization features, and then just the civilizations themselves and why, why they're there. But so the size of the world, you want this to be an island. Uh, and that's the only place that these characters and your characters are going to be. Is this one island? Is it a big island, small island? Um, are you going from there? Or is it going to be a continent-sized world that they're going to be playing in? So they'll have you know a whole continent, whatever size you decide. Uh, or is this going to be a global size with multiple continents and lots of places uh, that's large that they can run around to? So with that, you need to think of the shapes and the sizes of these land masses and the terrain that they're going to be at with this, like with the island, is it, again, is it a smaller island or is it like a big island? And then if it's a big island, is it big enough to be a continent? Or are you just going to be doing a continent size and what size is your continent? Is it a large continent? Um, or is this, like I said, the global size? So, and these shapes of things, this is where you can kind of get a little bit more free form and you can either just do the random thing where people can, you know, a lot of people I've seen where they dump noodles, like dry, dry pasta noodles onto a piece of paper and then just outline the shape of the main mass of those noodles. And hey, there you go. That's a random thing. Or they'll do it with, if you have enough dice, they'll just dump all their dice on the table and how it lands, you know, the more clustered it is, the more bigger of a landmass, and then you have little islands going off of it. So you can do that and just kind of be random about it and then go from there. Or you can be conscious about the shape of your continent, island, or world, or whatever, and then from there start placing the terrain features in correspondence to that. And then from there, you'll kind of start doing your civilization features. Or do you want to make the size and shape of your continent, island, or whatever? So I'm just going to be speaking if we're just doing a continent. I'm just going to go ahead and just assume that we're making a continent. Uh, but these still transfer over to, you know, either tiny island or global sized. So do you want to make your the shape of your continent? And then with that in mind, already kind of have an idea of where you want certain big terrain features like mountains, rivers, lakes, um, you know, swamps, big forests, uh, things like that. Uh, and you kind of already have those in mind, like, okay, I want mountains to be up to the north and then kind of in the middle of the continent, I want it to be like plains or like a desert or down south, I want it to be icy mountains or like a tundra type place. Uh, do you already have that in mind or are you just going to kind of let it flow out of you and see see where things go? Normally, I take the approach of I already have in mind how I want the major terrain features. So kind of have an idea of the shape of the continent. And then I'll have a, an idea of, again, I want these mountains up here, and then I want a big forest down here, and then maybe I want, uh, you know, a desert down here in the left-hand side on the bottom, and things like that. Because then, from there, you can say, okay, now there's this desert here, but there's a river that dumps out a little bit north of it, and it bisects the entire continent. So, let's say there was a big city or kingdom that's placed right here because this is an older 
civilization that's been around for a long time. So they have a big established kingdom here right on this river. Um, and then from there down at the, where the river dumps into the bay, there's another big city that's a port town that, you know, supports all the trading that sends things up river and down river, um, and stuff like that. So do you want to put your terrain features first and then say, okay, well, these mountains here, that means, you know, maybe there were a group of dwarves that, you know, settled here in these hills and then, you know, think just things like that where you can think of the terrain first and how that influences the civilization or how you want your civilization to be dispersed and these inhabitants to be dispersed around the world and then have dictate the terrain features by how they are dispersed. So it, it kind of sounds jumbled, but again, it's that, you know, chicken or the egg, what came first uh, and how, how you want to place things in your world. But again, just remember, this is your world. You can have it have as much rhyme or reason as you want, or just be like, oh, I just thought it looked cool, so I just put it there. So just remember, this is do your own thing. So with those civilizations, once you start getting them placed, and if you want them to have reasons and things like that, you can start thinking about, okay, what were the reasons that they settled in these places? Uh, was it you know some type of cultural significance to these people or historical significance or religious significance or was it a, a military advantage type place to be in this um, to be in this place so they could watch you know everybody that came and went through this one mountain pass so just be thinking about that um, as you get to kind of the end of these if these placements but um, that's that's pretty much kind of how I go about placing the world. So just to kind of recap, uh, I think about what kind of campaign I'm running and what sorts of special rules or the exclusion of certain rules and how that's going to affect, affect the world itself. And then how established is the world? How long has it been around? And is it a newer civilization or inhabitant inhabited place? Or has it been around for a long time? And then the last thing you want to think about the size of your world the, the shape of the land masses themselves and then the either the terrain on those land masses first and then how that terrain informed the civilization or the inhabitants uh, placement on this world or you can think about the inhabitants where you want them and certain cultures to be or certain types of people or races to be and then place those terrain features around them and then why then you can pick out why those races of people or uh, these inhabitants or these creatures are in these specific places and why they're there. So uh, those are just some of my ideas. Um, I know this this episode may seem a little bit sloppy. Uh, I'm going to try and tighten it up a little bit, but I was just trying to get a little free form and feel for how I want these episodes to be because I'm still trying to figure that out. So thank you for bearing through this with me, and I hope you enjoyed it and found some, you know, at least some good ideas or tips for forming your own world and uh, some things that you can take away from it and hope it's been informative. And I'm um, thinking the next episode, I'm going to cover more of the shaping your civilizations. So once you get the placement of all your terrain features and everything like that, and you get your civilization, I'm just calling it civilization in general, but your inhabitants where they're placed and, start thinking about how you can start giving these inhabitants some flavor. Um, you know, that being what type of race are they, what type of race, uh, what type of creature or 
you know, what type of people they are, if they're tribes or if they're well-established kingdoms and things like that, and give meaning behind the placement of these people that will hopefully inform your campaign and make them, you know, make a little bit more, give it a little bit more spice, make things a little bit more interesting and not just these people are here because I want them to be here because that's important to the story. Uh, so, you know, going for more of the cinematic overview kind of storytelling side of things. So, um, you know, we hope to hear you back for that or have you back to hear that episode. But again, just thank you for joining me today. Hope you've enjoyed it, found something informative um, or useful from this. And hopefully I can get things tightened up a little bit more. But um, please feel free to leave a show review on iTunes. It does help us out. Uh, just letting us know if we've done good or if we've done bad. We like to hear back from you because we want to know if we're doing well, what you like, or if we're not doing something well and how we can improve on that. So feel free to leave us a review uh, or let us know how we're doing on any of our social media and get connected with us on that. So we have uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all all that kind of stuff. And if you just search vitamin D and D, that's vitamin D, the letter N D, uh, like in our title, it should pop up. Um, and you can find us pretty easy that way. Or you can just email us directly your questions or comments or anything you want to hear discussed or have ideas that what we should cover. You can email us at the vitamin D and D podcast at gmail.com. That's the vitamin D, the letter N D podcast at gmail.com. And leave us a comment or, you know, tell us how we're doing, what you want to hear next, uh, anything like that. We do want to hear from y'all, and it lets us know that, you know, people are out there listening because we can kind of see the numbers. But uh, we do want to interact with you and get you involved in this conversation and be very, very involved and talkative with, with you, the listeners. So please, even if it's just to say hi or, hey, I like the show or, hey, you could do this better, please just drop us a note, leave us something. Um, we'll, we will get back to you so we check these emails and these social medias very very often so we want to hear from you so let us know but uh, other than that again thanks for listening um, and I look forward to seeing you next time here beyond the screen